welcome to The Pulse. It's wonderful to be back here with you in 2022. On today's episode, we share insights on what makes a good New Year's resolution, how to set them, and a few things we do to keep bettering ourselves. You're not going to want to miss this one, so stick around. We've got a great show for you today. So what are your thoughts, first of all? I looked up a bunch of stuff on getting reorganized for myself mm-hmm. going into the new year uh, because like over COVID first, like I used to use a day planner all the time and then I stopped using a day planner because nothing was happening and then I got out of the habit and then I couldn't remember anything that was happening ever and thing- and people were like, we're supposed to be doing this and I'm like, I completely forgot. Uh, and so I got, I got so bad with remembering when things were happening and what day it was. And so, yeah, I looked up a bunch of stuff to get myself reorganized going into the new year because now I've actually got things happening again. And so I, yeah, I looked up a bunch of like organization strategies and, um, so I was doing more research on, I guess, uh, setting intentions and goals and um yeah so that's what i was researching and um, what about you i've been busy with work unfortunately a lot of this week but some of the points do make sense and like trying to differentiate excuse me um between vague or unrealistic goals and finding realistic ones and trying to put them under specific categories and it makes it a little tough i suppose to kind of think of a goal but it in a way it kind of helps you organize and make sense of them so the reason that we fail is because we're not setting realistic goals right so whereas a resolution is kind of i'm resolved to do this this is my plan it kind of leaves no room for failure or you know slip-ups the interesting fact here that we've got is 64% of people would give up their resolutions within one month. So by the end of January, we're on the 21st now, by the end of January, more than half of resolutions made will be dropped or forgotten. So like, what's the point? Instead of saying, I'm going to change who I am, I'm going to work on certain things that work for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's kind of like when I moved into my new space, I and I got my own kitchen, I was like, I I set a goal that I was going to do some research and find some different foods that were really good for me that could help me with gaining weight because I really struggle with staying at an appropriate weight. And so I wasn't always doing so good with that at first. And then it was just a goal to get there. And so it wasn't, I have to do this by this time. And um, and so it wasn't so discouraging, um, whereas I feel like if I had just gotten like, first week, I have to do this, and I have to gain this much weight by this time, I feel like it would have been a lot more discouraging. Something else I read is that you shouldn't necessarily announce your goals to social media, to, to the public, because that puts that much more pressure on you. And then you start realizing, well, I'm only doing this for social media. I'm only doing this because I said I would do it 
in public. And so you kind of lose the actual internal motivation to do what you set out to do because you just put it out there and you've given everyone basically a guarantee that this is who I'm going to be this year. Yeah. I can understand sharing goals with maybe a trusted friend or with some family. That way they can help you uh, keep track or what's another word for um they can help keep you accountable that's it um, yeah yeah i can understand doing that for sure um but yeah i can understand it'd be a bad idea to announce on social media yeah because pressure can really make you crumble at times and so putting that much pressure on yourself probably isn't a good thing so did either of you set any intentions for this year get more organized and how would you categorize um, that goal kayla um i bought myself a day planner again so that i can start keeping track of what's going on and when i need to do things i also bought myself there was this great whiteboard weekly planner thing at the dollar store um, where I can write down what's going on throughout the week. And then I have a nice big, big version of it up on my wall that I that's like right in front of my face every time I walk into my kitchen. So that's been really helpful. I fill it out at the beginning of each week. And yeah, so I'm just getting things that help me stay organized. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> specific you're logging it okay so you're paying attention to it so that's specific that's the thing you're doing um it's gradual so you're not putting the expectation on yourself to suddenly be completely organized like you've got a couple of different things you're working on a visual planner is amazing right um and then is it helpful to you well yes otherwise you wouldn't want to do it but that's what you have to consider right is this is this intention something that's actually going to benefit me? Because if it's not, why bother? Um, I sort of have two unrealistic goals. One of them I kind of came up during our talk. Um, one would be to move out within six months to a year, which honestly I'm pretty sure is not going to be likely. It's a hope to do at some point. I don't see it really in the near future unfortunately. And another is to keep up with writing a journal. I kind of had a habit of starting one and it falls to the wayside, trying to start again and falls to the wayside. So that's why that's a uh, unrealistic uh, goal for me right now. Um, I have a specific goal to study for and take the, uh, the driver's test or do the, the, do the computerized version or to get my N again uh, before June, because June is when my, provincial, my provincial ID is due to expire. So that's one goal. Um, spend five to 10 minutes a day trying to clean up part of my room. Um, another is to stop sleeping in as often when I don't have work. And two, one of which kind of came up again in our conversation earlier, um, one is to take another first aid course or at least do like a refresher course. Um, it's been years since I had one, so obviously I'm pretty sure it's not current and it's just trying to figure out which one would work because it doesn't hurt to have that sort of qualification for on your resume, you know? And the other is to I consider learning sign language or ASL. 
I definitely would say those meet the three the three uh, characteristics of a successful realistic goal. Now, I have a question about your unrealistic goals. If you were to break it down in terms of moving out within six months to a year, what is a realistic step you could take to get you to closer to your goal? Well, I'm already on the BC housing wait list. That's obviously already going to be a couple years uh, waiting right now. So my mom's not too happy about it. Um, unfortunately, with my still being at home, it's kind of stressing her out a bit. And now that also kind of ties in with the cleaning of the room goal. Because if I was at least a bit more organized within my own room, I probably wouldn't be stressing her as much about it. So that's kind of a little bit of a pressure on that. So realistically, what do you think is an appropriate number of goals or intentions to have at one time? I find no more than three is best for myself because uh, if I set more than that, I find it really hard to make any of them happen. Um, there's probably different numbers for different people, but that's my number. <laughs> I, I would say three to five because you don't want to just have one goal, tick it off and be done. It's, I would say with some job, with some of the goals, if they could have different periods where you hope to complete them. And if you do, at least you have a few others, a couple others to keep you busy. If, excuse me, if that makes any sense there. Yeah. Yeah. Because let's say one goal, you only have like one or two goals and you're finished by May or June. That's still several other months that you're kind of right um you're kind of left hanging uh not being busy or something like that uh whereas if you have a couple different ones and you can try to do pace them out throughout the year and maybe like for example one of my goals is to deal with doing a driver's test um i've set it my goal to do for my ID currently expires. So I want to try to do that prior to that time frame. Um, other things, they are going to, have to be gradual and it should hopefully last for a few months as well. And maybe sometime later in the year, I can look into either trying to figure out the sign language course, if there's one that I can do or try to find one on first aid. So I set one goal, and I do this every year, one intention. And <clears throat> another reason that I prefer intentions over resolutions is because my intention is larger, and it gives me different chunks. So my intention this year is to set myself regular goals. So I'm setting a goal now, and in three months, I will reassess and set another goal. So what I'm focusing on this year is my health. So last year I started and I started making changes to my exercise, to my diet, and to my overall routine. I started taking cold showers to boost up my energy. So my goals this year all align with that. So for example, right now I'm sort of playing around with eliminating sugar or cutting down on sugar. And that's something that I'm giving myself three months for. Because that's something that I feel like is reasonable. I can reduce my sugar intake by 50%. 
I do this by monitoring how much sugar I'm eating. It's a pretty reasonable goal. So every day I'm tracking what I eat. And at the end of three months, I'm going to look to see how much sugar I'm eating or drinking. And then I'll go from there. So I do set one intention, but it has multiple components. Yeah, it does make us a nice idea too of helping uh, keep you keep track, keep you honest about uh, in terms of that sort of using that sort of method. So, yeah, so there's so many different can, ways, right? There's so yeah, many different ways we can do it. Different ways of trying to deal with a goal, and uh, and again, it helps having like family or maybe a couple of trusted friends to uh, help you uh, keep track, or if you're getting stuck, to help you out if in some way or another. Right. Exactly. Uh, any final words on this? I would say good luck to everyone, and I hope that by the end of this month, less than sixty-four percent of our listeners will have given up on their resolutions. I know you can do it. We all know that you could do it. The the pulse is behind you. Break it down into nice, easy steps. And if you can use like a notebook or something to help keep you tra- help you keep track. And definitely look to the support of family and friends to help keep you honest. I would say that as well. Um, and I would say just start up with like one or two goals just to see how it works out. And then this time next year, consider trying a few more. If you want to try for trying to want to try for more than one goal, we wish you the best of luck. That does it for the pulse. Tune back in next week when we get into our new series about housing accessibility. We've got some great guests lined up, so subscribe and listen today wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening.